Welcome to the High on Life podcast, where it's all about empowering you with the medicine and the mindset to healthfully lose weight and thrive beyond the scale. I'm your host, Dr. Sasha High. This podcast contains general educational information on weight loss and beyond. Remember that while I'm a doctor, I'm not your doctor. So be sure to seek medical support from a qualified health professional. What's up, everyone? Sasha High here. Thanks so much for tuning in to the High on Life podcast. Today, we are talking about social anxiety, and I'm going to give you some tools for how to manage your anxiety when you're going out into a social situation, especially if you feel like those emotions are holding you back from being the fullest version of you, from stepping out there. Maybe you're not taking the opportunities to network and be out there and socialize the way that you want to, then you need to be listening to today's episode. I want to let you in on my life a little bit and what's been going on for me. So we have a cottage up north and we got it last year and it's been the most incredible experience because I have always wanted to have a cottage for my children. I grew up with a cottage and it was where I have all of my childhood memories and just seeing them running around and spending all day outside and it's wild and it's free and we're like planting vegetables and going canoeing and fishing and it's just been amazing and i'm really really into gardening right now so if there are any vegetable gardeners out there listening send me an email give me some tips i'm like figuring all of this out i'm really obsessed with it right now and for my closest friends who know me i get really obsessive about things and then i like i have to learn everything about it and it's like all that occupies my mind So right now that is vegetable gardening and we, our cottage is, our our land is basically rock with very little dirt. And so everything we're doing is trying to create biomass and I'm buying manure and I'm considering getting chickens and it's, we're doing something called the lasagna gardening method. (laughs) That's what I'm currently working on. So I'm very into homesteading, very into vegetable gardening. It's like a whole new world for me and it's lots of fun. I was talking to a girlfriend of mine this morning and she was telling me about her weekend And she went to New York City and it was her friend's 40th birthday party. And it was like all these, this huge group of people and they were partying all night. And I was like that in my head thinking like, that is literally my nightmare as someone who's like very introverted. Give me a cottage and a campfire and a guitar and like my closest friends. And that is what I want. I do not want to be out with a ton of people partying just makes me uncomfortable. And so that's what I thought I'd talk about because I wonder if there are some of you listening who have are in a similar position and maybe it's holding you back. And I had an event last night that I had to go to that I wanted to go to, I should say. And it was a large social event with lots of people that I did not know and lots of people that I know, but I'm not very close to. And I was feeling all the feels. Let me tell you, my brain started telling like I noticed like several days before this event my brain starting to tell me stories and I started to feel anxious and I was stressing about what to wear. Like I don't wear dresses and heels. It's just not me. I am a runners and jeans or like workout or, you know, gardening now or Crocs kind of girl. So my brain was going through all of these stories. Like I don't measure up and pe- these people are better than me and they're all friends and I'm an outsider. Like lots of stories going on. Let me tell you that were generating lots of social anxiety. 
And I, let me just back up because some of you might be listening and you're like, you're not an extrovert. Like you have a podcast and you're on Instagram and like I do a lot of teaching. So I'm sorry, I'm not an introvert, I should say. I am an extroverted introvert. So I love teaching publicly. I love public speaking. I love singing in front of an audience. I used to be in a band for many years and we would sing in front of hundreds of people. I have no issue with that. But as soon as I'm off stage and as soon as it becomes about socializing, my brain goes to you're so awkward. You don't know what to say. You're not that cool. You don't measure up. You're not very interesting. Like that is kind of the, the talk track in my head. It's kind of been like that for a really long time. I don't really know where it came from, but it started when I was quite young. Back then, I remember having a lot of fear around speaking to strangers on the phone. Like when I was a teenager, I remember my parents asking me to order pizza and I was like mortified. Like that was a horrifying idea for me to pick up the phone and speak to a stranger and order pizza. And then even in med school, like I had so much anxiety about going to orientation week, which was going into a large group setting with a bunch of strangers who were going to become my colleagues and my peers in my class and knowing nobody, like so much anxiety, all of it. I remember going to parties and like, I would just make my appearance so that I would be, you know, not completely uncool. And then I would immediately slip out and go home early without anyone noticing because it was so uncomfortable for me. So I've come a long way since then. I still struggle with social anxiety. And I thought I would kind of share with you my process for how I handled it last night. And maybe this will be helpful to some of you if you feel the same way. So I think first thing I want to say about feeling the social anxiety. And it's so funny because as I'm talking about it right now, I can like feel it in my chest that that same feeling of anxiety coming up. It's so bizarre. Anyway, the first step is really just to feel it. So as I am right now, if you want to watch the video, you can see me as I am feeling the emotion of it. I feel anxiety mainly in my chest, kind of in the center. It feels like a knot, like a squeezing, kind of feels like my heart is sort of pounding. And as I was preparing to go to this event last night, that is what I started noticing. And what I chose to do is actually really spend some time characterizing what I was feeling. So if we consider all emotions to be vibrations in our body, that's how I've heard it described, then what does that vibration feel like? And for me, that was the physical sensations that I was feeling. And then part of that feeling, it was just reminding myself, there's absolutely nothing wrong with feeling this emotion. What if we don't make anxiety a problem? What if we just make it one of the emotions on this broad spectrum of different human emotions that we all experience and we don't make it something that means like means a problem? And and this is really important because our brain thinks it's a problem. Our primitive brain, that part that's just trying to keep us alive and keep us surviving, thinks that anxiety is very very bad, right? It thinks that this is danger and so a lot of like warning signals go up where our brain will try to keep us safe and try to avoid, you know, maybe even avoid the situation that's producing the anxiety and keep us home, keep us in our cave, right? That's kind of what our primitive brain wants to do. And so the work in overcoming that social anxiety is actually just reminding your brain this is not a problem. This is just my brain kind of freaking out and then learning how to experience it, how to feel it. And as I'm saying this, I'm just mindful that I'm not talking about a clinical diagnosis of anxiety. I don't have 
a medical diagnosis, a psychiatric diagnosis of anxiety, the disorder. And that is when, you know, anxiety kind of takes over your day. You're not able to talk yourself through it. You become non-functional. It really inhibits your normal functioning in the world. And that may be where you require treatment by a healthcare professional. So I'm not talking about that. I'm sort of speaking to a broader audience of people who might be like me, who experience a lot of social anxiety going into large group settings, or maybe you just kind of feel a lot of insecurity, you have a lack of confidence, then this would apply to you. Okay. So really learning to feel the full spectrum of our emotions, emotional processing is actually a really key skill that we teach our clients. Now, today's talk is not at all about weight or, you know, wellness in that sense, but our society doesn't learn how to feel our emotions. And so we spend so much time trying to escape these things that we think are bad emotions or negative emotions. And that's kind of what gets us into trouble, right? That's what gets us into, let me eat my way through this emotion. Let me drink my way through this emotion. Let me go distract myself with video games or with social media. So emotional processing, being able to develop the skill of feeling the emotion all the way through is the goal. At least that's the goal for me, and I would propose would be a great goal for you as well. So part of that was I decided I made a very active and intentional decision to not have any wine because I wanted to give myself the opportunity to completely feel the emotion all the way through without anything kind of dulling that experience. And so I decided I was not going to have any wine last night. Now, I'm not a huge drinker. I will have usually like, like one glass, a small glass, and I enjoy it. But it was just an intentional decision so that I could go through this process for myself. And I wanted to feel fully anxious, very intentionally, so that I could show myself that I can feel anxious and I can still commit to taking the actions that are important to me. It was important to me that I go to this event. It was actually an obesity advocacy group that was hosting an event, which, you know, obviously I want to be part of that. And so it was really important that I show up and I wanted to be able to show up while still feeling anxious. I know some of you are listening. You're like, why would you want to do that? Right. But this is the skill that I'm developing is being able to feel all these emotions. It was, I wanted to like feel awkward and notice myself telling myself I was feeling awkward and be able to just be there and, and do it and be okay with that. So the first step in all of this is feeling the emotion and feeling the vibration and characterizing it in your body and realizing that that's totally okay. And then the second step is really exploring what are the thoughts that are driving this anxiety, right? So remember, anxiety is a feeling and our feelings are caused by our thinking. So it's not the situation that's causing the anxiety. When we start attributing our emotions to our circumstances or the situation or the environment or to what someone else said, we are losing all of our power because we can't control circumstances and situations and environments and other people. So as soon as we think that our emotional state depends on something outside of ourselves, we have no power whatsoever. So it's so important to realize your emotional state The feelings that you're having are caused by how you're thinking about your situation or what someone else said or anything like that. And so I started to kind of just start noticing what are, what are the thoughts that my brain is offering that are causing my anxiety? It was thoughts like they're all going to judge me for what? I have no idea. It was just like this thought that, that I had, I'm not as cool as they are. Who even characterizes things according to coolness anymore? Right. But that was where my brain went. They all dress better than I do. I don't have nice clothes to wear. 
I don't look good in dresses. I only wear jeans, right? Like I'm not comfortable dressing up and being feminine. Like this, I'm I'm being real honest with the thoughts that I was having. People are going to talk about me behind my back. Just looking at it objectively, all garbage, all made up, right? My brain was making up this entire story. None of it was based on truth or fact. And so it was really helpful to just be able to like look at that and be like, yeah, okay, I understand that it's these thoughts that I'm having that are making me feel this way. And probably none of it's based in truth. Now, some of you are like, well, they really are judging me, right? They really are saying, you know, thinking these bad things about me. And it may be so. It may be so. But like, how amazing is the work to be able to work on what we are going to tell ourselves and what story we are going to say about ourselves and create our emotion and our and take our power from that place. So again, we can't control what other people are thinking or saying or doing. We can't control any of that. And so many of us spend our, t- our lives trying to control like what other people think of us, myself included. I'm learning this. And we become so much more powerful when we focus on owning our own experience and owning our own thoughts and our emotions and how we show up in the world. So number two, so once you've felt the feels, the second step is to explore what are the thoughts that are driving this anxiety? Now, the third step, and this was actually something that came to me last night as I was driving in the car and I was listening to a teaching by Stephen Furtick, who is a pastor out of North Carolina, I believe. And he said something and he said, humility brings freedom. And it was not in the context of social anxiety or anything I was dealing with. But as it, when he said it, it like struck me. And I was like, oh my goodness, everything that I'm thinking about right now when I'm feeling anxious is about me, right? I'm thinking about what is everyone going to think of me and how am I showing up and how am I not measuring up and how am I less than? Like, it's so self-focused, right? And humility is thinking less not, not thinking less of myself on a quality level, but thinking of myself less, thinking about myself less, having less self-focused thoughts, right? And so I was like, oh my goodness, like that word, humility brings freedom is exactly what I needed to hear. What if I just go into tonight with so much curiosity? What if I go into tonight thinking about the people that I'm going to be with and being really curious about them and spending time loving on them and talking to them and asking them about what's going on for them And it immediately took me outside of myself, away from the thoughts of focusing on me to how can I learn about other people? How can I make make my attention on other people? And it's such a more loving way to show up as well, right? Because everyone loves to talk about themselves. And so when you start asking them questions about themselves, it will totally keep the conversation going. And people will think you're awesome and like you're the best, you know, you're a great friend because they love to feel heard and they love to feel appreciated and they love to talk about themselves. So it's a win-win situation. So if you are like, I don't know what to say, like I'm not that interesting. If you have any of that similar talk track to what I have, make it not about you, right? Go in with so much humility and so much curiosity of like, I just want to like get to know all of these people. I want to know what's going on in their lives. I want to learn something. I actually learned a lot of stuff last night because I went in just asking questions and just being really, really curious. And so get outside of yourself and focus on others. And it's such a good tool to overcome social anxiety because social anxiety is very self-focused. All right. The last step is to increase your discomfort tolerability. (laughs) What do I mean by that? Well, if you are finding that you're holding back from engaging in social interactions, 
You maybe are missing out on work opportunities because you're insecure. Maybe you're missing out on relationship opportunities because you're not putting yourself out there. If you find that your anxiety is preventing you from living the life that you want, then I want you to think about how can you make yourself more uncomfortable and then slowly turn up the heat on being uncomfortable. This is really where the growth happens. One of my mentors, she's like, your discomfort zone is where you grow, right? Like, and this is kind of a general principle in the entrepreneurship world is really like getting to know discomfort. But this is so relevant in so many things in our lives that when we, when we allow ourselves to go to the place of discomfort, we provide ourselves opportunity to grow and expand and go into discomfort and be like, oh, I didn't die. Okay, amazing. Maybe I can do a little bit more, right? So that's what you know. I want to suggest is that getting over your social anxiety actually will require you to make yourself uncomfortable. And you might do little tests, right? In, in psychotherapy, it's called exposure therapy, where you do something that makes you 30% uncomfortable and then 40% uncomfortable and then 50% uncomfortable. And you kind of just keep on increasing your exposure to that thing that makes you afraid. And it shows your brain that, yeah, you can tolerate feeling uncomfortable, feeling the anxiety, and then doing the thing that matters to you anyway. As I'm sharing this, I am reflecting. I was very aware that I avoided a really important event this past year my coaching school, the Life Coach School, hosts an annual in-person event called Mastermind. And I think it was in April. It was just a few weeks ago. And I knew it was going to be amazing. I knew it was going to be like up-leveling on so many different ways. And they have awards for people who are really doing, you know, who are really successful in their coaching business. And I did not go. And I know And I came up with reasons, like it was opening weekend for our cottage. And I can't, you know, I didn't want to be away from my kids. Like, lots of excuses. But below the surface, I knew that the reason I did not attend is because I was afraid of going to this large event with, you know, a thousand people that where I knew no one. And I know, you know, some of the other physician coaches, because we're in Facebook groups and I know them, you know, we've met virtually, but I've never met any of these people in person. And so I had all these stories about how they all know each other and they're all going to be this clique and I'm going to be this outsider and it's going to be so awkward. And I don't know how to talk to them. And like, what do I do when I see all these people? Do I walk up to them? Do I not? Do I wait for them to walk up to me? Like lots, lots of that. Right. I wonder if any of you can relate. And so I didn't go and thinking through it now, I am realizing that next year, my goal is going to be to go for the sole purpose of overcoming my anxiety about going to large social situations. So I wasn't ready at that time to put myself through that fire, but I am dialing up the temperature on my discomfort and I'm going to invite you to do the same. So let's all be uncomfortable together, okay? Who's in, who's in? Raise your hand if you're in the car listening. Raise your hand, say I'm willing to be uncomfortable, I'm in. Because that is where our growth happens. And that is where we develop as human beings and we get to evolve in the best version of ourselves. So I hope this was helpful. This was my process for managing my own social anxiety. As you can see, I'm like sharing with you as I'm in the midst of my process. I'm clearly not there yet. If you see me, if you meet me at a party, I will still be maybe awkward and I will still be very anxious, but I will hopefully show up anyway. So feel it, explore the thoughts that are driving it, be curious and go with humility and and ask questions, right? Get to know other people and then increase your discomfort tolerability. 
All right. I hope that's helpful. I hope you all have a great time being super uncomfortable. Love being with you. I will talk to you again next week. Bye. Thanks for joining me today. If you enjoyed listening to the High on Life podcast, please take a moment to subscribe, share, and review it on Apple Podcasts.